Welcome to 2023. <laughs> oh my God. You know, we're going to start a uh, Trading Places revival. It's going to be the things for 2023. Yes. I just have a funny feeling. How are you guys doing? How are you enjoying the new year so far? Oh, right it, on now. Freezing your, oh, freezing your butt off? Is that what you said, Bill? <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, oh. it, 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 I'm one of those that goes through the holidays and I love it. And then when it's over, I have post-holiday depression. Uh-huh. Uh, I know uh, what you mean. I know Bill, exactly what you mean. Bill, even though you have the most high-tech house on the planet, your connectivity <laughs> is a little weird. I'm not, yeah. you know, I don't know if that's me. All right. Maybe not. Andrea, uh-huh. sound, Andrea sounds good. Yeah. How do I sound? Bad? It sounds, you know, effed up as usual, but that's normal. You oh, know? Yeah. wonderful. Hey, no, what, great. I, See? what I want to know in 2023, when are we going to visit Bill's house? You know what? I have They're like right there. They're here now. I'll send you guys pictures. They're here now putting in the rack upstairs. Uh-huh. In the, network. the rack. The awesome. rack. I love it. We want to see all these things you've told us about security and all that. You know, I thought I had security here, but I, on second thought, I want to see your house. <laughs> I want to see the closets, the special closets, not just the house. Yes. I yes. heard I heard Bill got the Boston robotics dog with like a sewed off 12 gauge shoddy. Oh, you heard that already? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> That's that's what you gotta have, man. I, I you know what? I, I think I've said this before. Any company when they want to pretend that they're a high tech, they seem to bring one of those Boston dynamic dogs to their event and they have it there and they're showing it as if they have something to do with it. I see that all the time. Well, see, Rob, well, that is the that is the enablement trick. Say that I'm in the sticker business, right? I make stickers. So I put a sticker on this dog. It says Dominican stickers. And I can say the Boston Dynamic robot is enabled by the technology and low range frequency of Dominican stickers. Come get your stickers today and put on your robots. I love it. I love it. You should be in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> never again never again you're done with that huh so yeah so it's a new year and a definitely a new you for you huh yes very very exciting uh you know i've never not have a jo- had a job since i'm like 12 yeah so it's, it's oh strange. wow and uh but no it's you know super you know super excited at the at the possibility and the fact that I'm not doing anything and I don't have to do anything right now and I am enjoying it to the fullest. I love it. I love and, it. And if you know if I I can share a few things about that cuz it's been going on for almost 2 years for me so 
There you go. There you go. I've been, kind of, I've been kind of doing that off and on for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking earlier that of all of us, Bill is the only one that really, really works. Sorry, Leonard. Yeah. I don't even know what happened to Leonard. I don't know. Leonard said. There he is. I heard that. You heard that. I don't know what Leonard does qualifies as work. So I think Bill, Bill is the only guy that's this fully the only guy. Yes. employed here. Yeah. No, yeah. I work. It just happens to be a hell of a lot of fun. That's just <laughs> okay. Deal with it, guys. Jeez. It feels like <laughs> Leonard, it feels like Leonard does something similar to the rest of us in that we pontificate and say things and maybe write things down sometimes, and he gets paid for it. Whereas the rest of us are doing this for free. Yes, we are doing it wrong, except Leonard. Yeah, we're doing it wrong. Yes, that's, that's the lesson. Hey, man, it's a, you know... You just got to get out there and make stuff happen, you know? That's what it's all about. That's, wow, there it uh, is, guys. There's your sage advice. Yeah. You just got to get out there and make stuff happen. You got to yeah. hustle. Yeah. Hustle. You got to hustle. Get your side hustle. You know what I'm saying? No. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, actually, that's actually a T-shirt. 2023, make shit happen. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. I I think that's a great great one for a t-shirt in fact we should make a iot t-shirts that have have that either in the front or the back i don't know which i'm done with that maybe in the front right we do need t-shirts we do need t-shirts yeah Yeah. can you say it at the at the roulette table while we do this i've got a few recommendations for you (laughs) black 26 all day great (laughs) okay Great. It looks like it's cold in Vegas and it looks like we might get some rain. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm here for CES and um, badge pickup was the breeze. Just uh, picked it up over at the, at the airport. Don't lose it because they'll charge you 350 bucks or something like that for a badge replacement. Oh, that's like, come on, you're CES. Why don't you just have a digital badge on your app? You know, yeah. it's like get with the times, but I guess they they're planning on making a hell of a lot of money with uh, on the hopes that people are going to lose their badges constantly. So anyway, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, I was talking to you know my taxi driver. He's saying not a lot of people have been rolling in, so I don't know if it's because of the uh, the storms or what. But he's been. He and the other drivers are a little bit disappointed, so we'll see how this turns out. Yeah. You know, hopefully, it's not just a bunch, bunch of analysts and media coming here. And it yeah, starts tomorrow, right? Yeah, it, it, it starts tomorrow. But uh, you would think that there would be a lot of people here already as well, because a lot of the, mm. um, there's a lot of them. I think there's supposed to be like three thousand of them. They should uh, be here to set up. Yeah, because some of these guys put up some massive, massive, uh, uh, massive exhibition booths, you know, right? Um, like you know, Sony, uh, those are usually they got their Walkman and their Discman, yeah. And so, I don't know, maybe, maybe these guys are pared down. I mean, they're all 
I, one of the things I noticed with a lot of semiconductor companies have kind of mellowed out, so you don't see NVIDIA here. They say they're here, but they're not really here. Yeah. Um, you know, Intel, I think they're somewhere. I think they have something. Uh, but we'll see. But I, I think there was a lot of throttling back in spending for this year's CES. So, but, um, right. but, you know, I don't care because I like discovering stuff. I talk to these big guys all the time, right? We talk to these big guys all the time. It's just bumping into these uh, little guys that are doing something super interesting. That's always really mm-hmm. worthwhile. And, you know, um, That's the best part of CES. All the text from the earth. It's always good. Absolutely. At least no one is trying to hand you any of those uh, playing cards, so to speak. On the playing cards. They're like, like this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or it's making cards or something. Right? Isn't that what that are you, are you sure you didn't do that as a side hustle? <laughs> that might be my side pretty hustle. good at it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. Hey, guys, I have to I have to jump. I, I have to work. Oh, really? What? You, know, you do. And I don't I even know why you're... Happy New Year. Can't wait to see what we're going to do this year. I think we're going to move our head for Dripping Springs. Come on through. That's it. That's it. That's what there we're going to do. See you guys. All right. Like- adios. Uh, <laughs> see you, Bill. Wow. Yeah, so, so I fly out of here. Uh, I fly out of here like at one something today and get there like four or four oh, okay. somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeehaw. Yeah. Yeehaw. Uh, 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 excuse me. Yeah. So, Andrea, um, what do you think you're going to do this year? Do you have any game plan ideas for your new hustle? Yeah, you know, um, great question. <laughs> Healthcare, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. You, you know, every. <clears throat> I mean, I I have plans. I have I have ideas. I I have actually a couple of companies that I would like to join. I like to join one of them. Yeah. Um, the you know, interesting thing to me is um, have quite a few opportunities in a startup space, quite yep. a few, and yep. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling any one of them. Not because they're not, you know, they don't know what they're doing. No, 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 not not at all. It's just for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not feeling any of them. So <clears throat> I have my eyes on on certain companies. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just keep postponing kind of getting more engaged with them because I do all this travel back and forth to Romania. Yeah. And um, I do it because that's what I want to do. I want right. to spend time with my mom, you know. So um, right. I came back on <clears throat> towards before Christmas and I'm going back in a couple of weeks. Gotcha. And then, and when you do this, right, you you know, a commitment to a, a job and working in a large company doesn't jive very well. <clears throat> right, with traveling whenever you want. I totally get Yes, it. especially when you're in the beginning. So that's why I keep postponing. 
what if you had if you had do you ever have any ideas in your own of your own in your head like oh, yeah. you were gonna do your own startup if you oh, wanted yes. to make make something do you know what oh. you would want to do or is oh, that a secret sure. oh no for sure i do for yeah. sure i do um i you know i kind of keep it as a secret because um because i just feel it's the right thing right um i don't know if anybody else i'm 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 pretty sure others are thinking of that too. But for yeah. mine, it has to do with um, orthopedics, musculoskeletal system. Yeah. And has very much to do with everything in addition to bones, right? Because the, the sexy thing to do is, is operate on bones. Mm. Broken bones, um, you know, joints that are, that have you know, have seen better days, joint replacement. That's where the big money is. And that's where you, you, you all believe who I just bumped into. Who? Oh my God. Brother, what's up? Who's this? Who's oh. this? Hey, Rob. How are you? What's up, bro? Good. Hey, Daniel, I can't hear him, so I can't hear you. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're recording. The next wave of acceleration economy. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> where are you headed, man? Oh, um, Okay, they're on mute now. There you go. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. You're so that's, that's, yeah, sorry. What I was saying oh. is, you know, I have I have this whole vision of of what what I like to see in this field. And I've talked to a couple of surgeons that are not, you know, heavy duty practicing, they're professors, more prof professors now and the prestigious yeah. schools. And they told me like, oh boy, this is really interesting, but you're going to face a lot of uh, hurdles from the industry of, you know, the industry that makes all this pro prosthetics. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> it, it would be tough. And I'm like, yeah, but it's for the betterment of of society. Clearly right. for the betterment of society, what I have in mind that in on mass, right? Because a lot of people are aging and, yeah. And I also want, you know, I want to do things for people not when they're 80, right. but when, when they're 50. Yeah. So right. I do have, this is where I, this is where my ideas are. Okay. That's cool. And hey. they involve, you know, they involve sensors and they involve algorithms and, yeah. you know, right. the things, the things we talk about. You know, I, I had friends and I know people when I say the early days of IoT, whatever that means, but, uh, you know, the idea of geriatric stuff, elder, you know, IoT for elderly people, you know, when you hear that term aging in place, uh, people want to be able to stay in their own home when they get older and not go live at some old folks home, right? And a uh, mm -hmm. nursing home. And, I, you know, I remember friends who are in the space at least taking a stab at that maybe seven years ago, you know, what kind of sensors and cameras and things can I put in a person's home or their apartment? So they either we can help them keep an eye on them, whatever, so that they can keep, you know, can sensors and data and another, and then actuators can, can that help someone be able to stay at home and not have to move to a nursing home or something like that, or at least delay it. Um, you know, I, it's funny. I haven't followed that. I remember hearing a lot about that a long time ago, and I don't know what's going on in that space now. But I know there's. I still hear people all the time 
in fact, one of the people when I was doing my, I was doing an IoT startup before I joined Ericsson, uh, and he was on my board, and he was like, "Man, if you could use this IoT stuff for you know geriatric care and going after the silver population and aging in place, and there's so many things, um, you know, it's an exciting space. Probably something we're talking about sometime." You know? Yeah, and and what I've what I've noticed is a lot of people are leaving their homes and going to this, um, not retirement centers, but this old folks homes. And for me, that's super sad. Yeah, I think I a lot more. It's going on more and more and more, and it's it's very very sad. And a lot of yeah, times, they don't really want to do it, but it's considered in the circumstances is the best way. You know, right. well, uh, well-intended children and family make those decisions for the, you know, for the good of the person. Um, yeah. But you know, what else could we put in place? So, you know, what's stopping companies like, or people like the one you talked about from doing this? Is it who pays for it? Maybe is, it, is the price low enough? And you know what? Maybe when people were trying it five, seven, ten years ago, the price was too high. Right. Um, and so maybe now today it, it's more feasible. Might be something worth looking at. And and that's you know that is that morphing maybe into remote uh, monitoring devices. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like kind of blending there with blood pressure monitoring or right. diabetes monitoring. Yeah, I've seen just little bits and pieces. I've seen stuff where, you know, they like might use motion sensors. Um, like, I want to make sure that grandma is moving some time during the day. Like, if if I if I notice that she's just in bed the whole time, maybe that's bad. Um, I've seen people with cameras on their grandparents or great parent, and they can look on their phone and see grandpa. You know, yeah, he looks like he's okay. I mean, just little bits and pieces, you know. Um, I don't know if there's really good comprehensive, and I don't even know what all that would entail uh, to make yeah. that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff here at CES in, in that area. Um, you know, I was looking at the, uh, what do you call it, the Innovation Awards uh, page, and if you cycle through all of the you know, nominees, a lot of them are in this whole sort of uh, health care, health monitoring, elderly care type space, right? So, uh, I mean, I do have to be honest. I haven't seen anything incredibly new. Uh, you know, it's been four years since I've been to a CES. Uh, so, and, you know, primarily due to the, the you know, COVID and all that stuff, the pandemic. But... You know, um, obviously, it's it, it, doing all the stuff virtually doesn't even give you, uh, you know, even a fraction of what the experience is like actually seeing the device. You can pull, you know, get a feel for it, talk to the uh, product folks to ask some of the hard questions. But yeah, I, I don't know how much, how far we've come or how far people have taken technology and infuse it into these types of uh, products and solutions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's one of the things I'll keep an eye out on. And, you know, I'm doing a report 
uh, at the end of all the stuff. So yeah. I'll share some insights. Well, we, Rob, we, you and I will be hanging out here, so we can, yeah. we can probably do some I'm counting on you guys. It's certainly... <laughs> But, you know, one of the things, like when I saw early days of trying to monitor older people, they were building custom-made wearable devices and things. And that was before the Apple Watch mm-hmm. came up. And then the Apple Watch got better and better and better, and it does so many different things. I don't know. Can you, could a third party, if there are, is there a way to suck data from Apple? from Apple Watch telemetry going to Apple's cloud or something? You know, well, where... uh, well, I don't know if it actually works that way, but I think there uh, there are some APIs that uh, Watch OS provide. I mean, I think Apple's kind of being nudged to provide a little bit more openness and access to these uh, you know, proprietary interfaces so that uh, app developers can build on it, but I think they also do it for their own um, uh, their own benefit because they want the iOS, uh, no, the watchOS ecosystem or developer community to uh, really foster that platform, right? And and, and, uh, and so I think you can. I don't think they try to keep it all to themselves. You just have to go through their whole, whole privacy privacy frameworks and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. To ensure that any personal data is not compromised, and uh, I'm not quite sure specifically how Apple manages that in terms of terms of conditions of using those APIs and services. Right. But, uh, that's a good, great question, though, man. Um, but because um, you've seen all these specific yeah. players who are building stuff on the wrist, people are putting something on your chest, you know, heart yeah. rate. You've seen all kinds of stuff, and you guys that were nearby where I live in near Redmond called Sensoria. They were a bunch of ex Microsoft guys. They were building socks that had sensors in it that could tell all kinds of things about your (laughs) health, uh, but based on your gait, the way you walk. Oh, oh, they could tell a lot of things. It was mind boggling. Yeah. Yeah. I was going down the wrong direction. I thought it would be able to sense the, how your feet smell and we're able to diagnose your health that way. <laughs> and you know, it's odd that I say that, but there's some truth in it. I think people who have stinky feet have certain types of conditions <laughs> and you could use an AI to extrapolate based on, well, how smelly your feet are and your, the, the gate in your walk, <laughs> we just went how many steps you take in a day. This yeah. whole, this Did I just go down? This whole session just oh did i just crash it oh oh i'm so sorry you know we were gonna, <laughs> we were gonna post this for everybody to, but now it's like forget about it about no I, come on man this is that's innovation that's called uh sensor fusion i mean give me a break dude we have an episode where we talk about we talked about toto you guys know toto that that's a uh, toilet company Oh, yeah, we to- did. Toilets, the freaking robotic toilets. We yeah, did. The sentient toilets. Yeah. 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 And then the, the, you know, sort of the funk sniffing sensors that can actually, well, I don't know if it can actually do it, but they claim that it can uh, determine whether or not you have certain types of illnesses based on you know, yeah. what it senses. Right. right. So, 
right. mean, but if you're getting into healthcare, you're getting into these types of things because when you think about the elderly, uh, you know, a lot of them are immobile, um, and uh, you know, if, especially if they're living by themselves, and you want to be able to get some, let's say, uh, preliminary or uh, yeah, precautionary signals about their condition, you might have novel uh, solutions, right? And uh, I mean, let, let's hand it to the doctors. They have to deal with some funky stuff in managing all of our health, right? uh, you know, all of our health, right? Yeah. Um, you know, as patients. I mean, yeah. um, we, we think that, yeah, uh, maybe some of us think that being a doctor means you you make a crap ton of money and you live in a big house and you drive a, a Toyota Camry with all the you know all the upgrades, of course. But um, you know they they deal with the body, you know, and the body is is funky. You know, Andrea, I think the solution to all this stuff is five G. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh Once we have five G in there, you have to do it. All oh, takes care of everything. It. Takes care of everything. Well, I think that's what all that six G, some of that sensory stuff is all about, you know. But it, it, that that just gets a little bit weird. And Drop how you standardize that? And, and huh? What? I was just being Doctor Evil. It got weird. Uh, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, that I, that that's I don't know. There's some serious privacy stuff related to a lot of things they're talking about around sixty and the sensory stuff, and how well that stuff will work out in the wild versus indoors. And if it's working indoors, like, well, what kind of creepy applications are you concocting in your mind that this is going to be good for? And as yeah. a lot of the technologies become even more invasive on our person, forget about our lives. I mean, it just like it's like all up in our business, as they say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, that might be a tough sell. Something okay. to think about, six G people. You know, I can't get my mind. I cannot get my mind to think six G. I'm. I'm kind of stuck on 5G thinking. Yeah. All right. Is it, is it still early or is it not early? Early by what standards? I mean, personally, knowing what I know, having worked where I worked, I expected 5G to be a lot more today in 2023. Yeah. Um, yeah. So seeing, uh, you know, I, I attend well, quite often um, these, you know, telco summits talking about various topics surrounding 5G, not necessarily all only 5G, but just surrounding 5G. And and it seems like it's the same thing we talked about two years ago and three years ago. And yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, I remember and, at the very end of 2018, Verizon wanted to be first launching 5G. Remember they launched some kind of it wasn't actually standard 5G. Correct. Something. Yeah, their version. Yeah. 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 But I wanted to say they were first. And and you know, their Verizon and and T-Mobile talk a lot about their fixed wireless access. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it was a FWA. It was a FWA. It was FWA, and, and it's still yeah. and they talk about that as being a success, right? And and 
you know, I'm not saying it's, it it isn't, but I'm disappointed that we don't have more. And yeah. I wonder why we don't yeah. have more, more in terms of diversity, diversity right. of applications, you know? And and a lot of times in these yeah. conversations we have in LinkedIn, for example, we get stuck on, on the use case. I mean, what is the use case? Is a 5G use case is something that could happen only because the 5, 5G exists is the only, uh, or is something that um, 5G can help happen in parts of the world where it couldn't happen without 5G, right? Those kind of, I don't know if that made any sense to you, Rob. No, it does. Because like- uh, you're right. A lot of time we make fun of talk like that sometimes because you might say, well, we did that same thing sometimes. on Ethernet or we did that same thing on Wi-Fi, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. And- there are there are cases where maybe like I'll give an example. Do you remember a long time ago when we were doing some our early trials with Telstra, and yeah. we were showing how far we could beam in BIOT, and, yeah. and it was I don't know four kilometers or you know it was it was a lot farther. Uh, that's it. It was Four probably, kilometers, that's it for MBIOT? Uh, it was probably oh, further. I'd have to go back and see the document. Oh, yeah. It was a big deal. You, staying within the standard with MBIOT is part of 5G. I know it's not, didn't start that way. Um, but yeah, they were able to beam MBIOT at lower frequencies, underground a little bit in mines and incredible distances. Maybe it was, maybe yeah. it was 100 or something it was like, like 100 kilometers or something right yeah yeah hey that restaurant looks familiar lavo <laughs> are you at lavo yeah yes uh, no oh. i'm not going there i'm, I'm just oh. coming in because it's a little cold outside yeah and i wanted a better scenery <laughs> well, that like you guys can appreciate the audience can appreciate so a lot of success is taking place in the so. Venetian, right yeah, and, and, and that's the thing that I want to do is I want to go over to the exhibition hall. And so and that's not very crowded. And, no, you know, people should be coming in tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah so I we're know. giving you guys a sneak peek into what the real deal is. The real deal, holy field. There you uh, go. Yeah. I like that. But uh, getting, back to the, getting back to the use cases. Yeah, you know, the thing is, you can talk use cases all day long, and then it stops. The conversation stops, and then it's like, well, what do you actually apply in um, these, the technology and use use cases as like sort of a pattern for solving problems? And, you know, that's where the conversation literally ends. Yeah, yeah well, someone will come up with something. I mean, you know, seriously, after all these years, that's still where we are, where we are, you know, it's like, well, you know, someone will figure it out. I was like, well, who the hell is that? Somebody. <laughs> but I think it's a state, you know? you know, Andrea, you were talking, you know, the whole fixed wireless access, when people say that's their success story, does it need to get better? Yeah. But it might be that thing um, that, you know, because obviously all the mobile operators have bet the farm on 5G. And they're waiting for all that money to start rolling in from it. And it hasn't. But this fixed wireless access, you know, it takes me back. If you guys go back in time and remember when 
Craig McCaw came out of retirement and created Clearwire and made a bet on WiMAX and was going to beam WiMAX directly to homes, you know, because you're right, there's a lot of people who can't get cable fiber to their home. Um, Maybe this will finally see that vision become a reality. I don't know. Yeah. And and I think uh, fixed uh, wireless access is, you know, in 5G is kind of cool. You know, it has a lot of potential. But I think everyone's expectation was that 5G, in terms of, a, let's say, a valuable application in the near term, they thought it would be AR, VR, and autonomous vehicles and all this other stuff. But they never really, <laughs> they never really took... Um, fixed wireless access seriously. So as much as we might like poke fun at Hans Vestberg for, you know, getting up on stage and making a big deal out of the pre-5G 5G, yeah, you know, you got, might, might have to give him credit and say, hey, you were onto something. You actually pointed out an important application that might make sense for operators going forward, especially as they try to figure out, well, how do we, how do we make um, millimeter wave valuable, you know, how do we, how do we change the economics of deployment? And, you know, I think what we discovered with 5G is this whole, you know, kind of, um, conversation about, uh, um, oh, there we go. Uh, this whole conversation about, uh, what do you call it? Uh, digital transformation. We're discovering, like many other enterprises and uh, industries have discovered, it's freaking hard. It's so easy to go out there and say, digital transformation. Digital transformation is taking this and that. The big it costs question. a hell of a lot of money. It does. And the big question is and, how and long, you could do it wrong. How long will we be able to continue to see and hear Leonard as he goes deeper and deeper into the casino? Yeah. Oh, am I, am I cutting out? No, oh. you're doing okay. You're yeah. doing all right. You yeah. know, so but you I see the bunny back. rabbit. Yeah, no, we see, see the, the bunny rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. Where are you? Rabbit. Where are you now? I'm headed toward the uh, Sand Expo. So I want to give you guys a feel for how many people are actually here. So what hotel are you in? Like what I'm property? Are you? Venetian. 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 Yeah. Okay. See? Hey, folks. It's all about. There you oh. go. Right. Right. Awesome. It's all about love. There you go. Love oh, and rabbits. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they go together, don't they? <laughs> rabbits and love. Lovely rabbits. Uh-oh. Uh, I'll tell you right now, man. Leonard froze. It's not looking all that great. You froze, Leonard. Oh, finally reached the end. Leonard froze. Uh-oh. Leonard reached the end of his digital transformation. <laughs> yeah. He got transformed into a frozen. Oh. You, you know when digital? Tra- oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. lost the video. Um, you know when we talk about mm-hmm. digital transformation, something that has, <clears throat> you know, I've seen in places where I worked and and I've pondered over since. Um, people have they either have big ambitions for digital transformation. <clears throat> Or they have, you know, mediocre ambitions, and they yeah. they do a small step, 
like they they migrate from one uh, CRM to Salesforce and they go, oh yeah, we've digitally transformed ourselves. But <clears throat> they were using an online CRM before too. Yeah. So a lot of times when we hear about successful digital transformation, it's actually, um, sorry to be a bit arrogant, but it's peanuts. <laughs> they really haven't done much. Right. And the things we don't hear about are probably the more complex things where people put a lot of thought and take longer because they're complex and because they run into issues and or they um, within the company, they don't have consensus or, you know, whatever reasons. So I take when I hear about successful digital transformations, I take that with the with the grain of salt. Yeah. For that reason. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I hear you. A lot of people are doing small time stuff. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> You're right. Yeah. And and you if you if you look at the, I mean, healthcare, their their biggest step into digital transformation was going to electronic health records or electronic medical records, EHR or EMR. They use the term. Uh, both terms that was the biggest step you know and it was a huge gigantic step and everybody's complaining about it everybody not only that it you know it costs a ton of money so a ton of money goes into that but then it's not user-friendly all doctors they have seen increased workload on a daily basis nurses do too um and then it's confusing sometimes and it, uh, they don't register everything and you know you just have access the patient have access to that information but then the question is then what right you know okay it's great that i don't have to drive to pick up my report because i can see it online Woo-hoo. you know yeah. but then what <laughs> right absolutely absolutely there's no digital follow-up there's no digital guidance you know from that that's right that's right <clears throat> that's a good point what are we going to do? Hop on a plane to Vegas. That's what you're going to be doing soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you guys see me now or no? Yes. Now we can. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a, so I'm in. This is not this a high quality it, image. No, not high yeah, quality. Well, we yeah. It's pretty amazing with all the talk of 5G indoor, especially here, um, three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, I haven't really made much uh, much progress. Yeah, now I can be... tell. I can tell you're in the Venetian. Finally, yeah. I'm able. To I'm talk. in Venetian. So yeah, you know, be, I wish you had this option on your phone. It's not necessarily a connectivity deal. Helps is if you could shift your video to black and white, which uses oh yeah uses dramatically fewer bits. Um. Oh, there's AWS. Yeah, AWS. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, remember. that's that's smart. Yeah, I, that's a good idea. Actually, I think you just came up with an innovation, dude. Like forever ago, it was off a low bandwidth. <laughs> You're sending things in black and white, and hardly using any data at all. And it would be cool to have that option to just shift to black and white uh, when you don't have as much bandwidth. Oh, there you go. There's your there's your screenshot for the day. Yeah. Look, look, <laughs> more, look get, get in front of it. Look more directly at the phone. I'll I'll do a screenshot of the video. 
Oh yeah, make the face. Yes. Oh my god. The Dwayne Johnson. The Dwayne Johnson. All right. Start talking, Leonard. Get back to Yeah. So um here's that hall C where all the healthcare stuff is actually. Okay. Yeah, right. And then downstairs is uh Eureka Park. And that's where all the startups are. Yep. So Rob, you and I are probably gonna spend a lot of time there just kind of poking around. Yeah. So they have a consumer IoT, you know, and other other nice stuff. But as you can tell, it's still working. Ah, doesn't look all that great. So yeah, no wonder people aren't here. But you know, considering they have three thousand exhibitors, allegedly, you would think uh, there would be more people, but I think most of the people are going to come tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So I don't think you're missing out on too much, Rob. Well, yeah, no, I mean, you're right. It doesn't technically get underway until tomorrow for everybody anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. It's kind of weird. I was surprised when they said the event is <laughs> Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. You know, I'm not accustomed to events like this being on a Saturday. Yeah, actually, it goes out until Sunday, yeah, yeah which is really cool. Uh, cool. Well, I mean, I mean, what do I, what do I mean to say? Weird. <laughs> it got weird. It's a sound with a C. Oh, yeah. it, it constantly gets weird, man. Totally. This is the new year. It's time to be. Oh, so I'm going to go down to Eureka Park Road here, right here to show you guys. And, you know, I'm sure there's like a ton of people who've never been to see you yet, right? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, think about it. They get like 100,000, 160 in the heyday, maybe 150,000 people or maybe 200. But uh, that's still only a small fraction of the world that has been able to come to Las Vegas to partake in this feast of electronics and so-called innovation. So, yeah. Yes, innovation. Yes. Make <laughs> stuff up make stuff up so yeah this is this is where they usually have it obviously they're not going to let me in even though i have a analyst pass and that's yeah. where it is over there okay All right. so we'll be spending some time there <laughs> absolutely and rob and i will share our insights from cs 2022 we'll go get there tomorrow just- so yeah so if you see anything healthcare related in eureka park yeah, we'll, I'd appreciate we'll sharing. We'll take, take lots of pictures, pictures. commentary. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like I, I feel like uh, uh, Wayne. You're in Wayne's world. Wayne's world. Here, I'm showing yeah. my badge. Exactly. Back, Let me backstage. Uh, backstage access. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, so ridiculous. Yeah. Good times. Uh, well, yeah. you know, at least you're staying somewhat nearby i'm all the way downtown like you know yeah uh, imagine that i just walked over here you did i didn't hop into anything you know i know i, I did my typical i did my typical meandering but i i did finally get here yeah and, now i do remember like there at the sands part of venetian and then they had these buses that were taking people over to the convention center from the sands the last mm-hmm. time we were there um, you know, what? Leonard and I often talked, you know, because we were at CES together 
in January of 2020, before we knew that the world was about to end. And oh, we that was, speculated that the actual initial super spreader event that brought COVID into the U.S. was actually CES before any, before, you know, because a lot of people were saying, oh, and some doctor came into Seattle and, and, and whatever. I was like, you know, Lenovo was here. A lot of people, you know, they didn't know. A lot of, a lot of Chinese companies were here. Yeah. I mean, January of 2020, we were all there, yeah. a lot of Chinese companies, and for all we know, that was where it got spread to the U.S. back then. We just didn't know it yet, you know? Yeah, well, you know, now everybody is part of the, the COVID. Uh, I don't even want to call We're it part of the COVID system. Uh, yeah, everyone's part of the COVID disaster now, I guess is what you call it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm. I, that's why I still mask up. I st- I'm still masking up. I'm doing the hand sanitizer thing. You know, these simple measures that have generally kept me, um, you know, healthy. And you know, I managed yeah, I was- to avoid getting COVID until I went to a blues bar, hung out with a bunch of people who were no maskers and no vaxxers, and uh, lo and behold, I got it. <laughs> Hugging too many friends. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's no. So. Yeah. Well, I'll bring a mask just in case then, because I know how CES can get kind of crowded. Oh yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, right now, right now, there's more than enough <laughs> minimum social, social distancing going on here. So yeah, you're yeah. okay for the moment. Right, but uh, yeah, we're, there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of contact. Yeah. I mean, how, how's your how's your how's your week gonna look, Rob? My my schedule's like packed like nuts, man. It's like crazy. Yeah, my schedule is well. I think I'm going to some just drinks and something at some hotel tonight, just briefly okay. though. Um, okay. Tomorrow, most of the day, we'll just be heads down, going around the places um, yeah. and seeing a few people. I know we got dinner tomorrow night. Friday is where things pick up for me uh-huh. uh, to go see yeah. go see lots of friends, go see lots of companies at their booths yeah. and stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah. And some kind of metaverse thing Friday night. Really? What's that okay. about? Metaverse. <clears throat> oh, my good ah. friend Greg Khan is. I'm going to a dinner with him and Beverly Ryder that they're putting on. Oh, uh, okay. Tonomo, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Autonomous is the Beverly's new thing. You're right. It's it's part of the neon thing in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's the last time I was at CES. Um. Uh, obviously, I was still at Ericsson, and I was with a bunch of Eric and my boss Kiba, and I were hanging out. And but we had a breakfast that was put on by Greg Kahn because you know he was the one back then. He was doing the like Internet of Things consortium, uh, not, uh-huh. to, not to be confused with the IIoT consortium. And so and he and Beverly actually, because Beverly was still at Hitachi at the time, and that's how I got to know Beverly. Is uh, they we had a breakfast. I guess it was at the Venetian or, or when oh. or something like that. Anyway, okay. they're back together again doing something else. 
but this oh, time wow. it's going to be metaversey. And and yeah. yeah, and so we'll see. They're they're really into this whole metaverse stuff uh, at Neo. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I I think I was like one of the first analysts to cover them. This is like about two years ago. One of my yeah. you know one of my friends. He's the uh, emerging technologies executive director there, so he's been there for geez, going on three years. It's amazing. It's pretty interesting so, stuff, you know, yeah. building a city, it is. From, building a city from scratch and it's from scratch, half a trillion dollars to do it. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it started off as half a trillion. So if it's a trillion now, it's that's a big increase in budget or at least anticipated yeah, pretty investment. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we'll have a lot of fun. It's gonna be interesting one way or the other, right? I mean absolutely. Um last year last year was a from what I hear was a disaster. So I mean, this year is even if it's like uh, 2020. Yeah, I'll be pretty. I'm good, you know. Uh, minus the uh, the um, the super spreader event, and I think right? Okay. There, there yeah. you go. Awesomeness. So, um, yeah, stay tuned, folks. Um, yeah. You guys want to wrap it up? I gotta go. I gotta get ready to hit some meetings and stuff like that, and do some That's good man. See some demos. So, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. All and right. uh, yeah, IT Coffee Talk members. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Happy New Year. We hope you're looking forward to a wonderful 2023. And remember, uh, keep it real. Uh, watch a lot of IoT Coffee Talk. We have like now going on three years of content. That means, what, 150 hours of babbling and rambling <laughs> yeah. And out of all that rambling, you will find probably about five minutes of just absolutely compelling insight. But you got to watch all the episodes. There you go. <laughs> so do your homework. That's right. In 2023, we're here. We're here to help. You know, just reach out, comment. If you think we're full of crap, you know, we want to hear from you. Yeah, we want to hear from them. Yeah. Yeah, we're totally averse to, you know, all this kumbaya gloom and stuff is boring as hell. But uh, we hope you're looking forward to a great 2023. Guys, so glad that we're going to continue to do this and make a difference in the lives of about 500 people. And hopefully by the end of this year, we'll, we'll be looking at a billion. So everyone out there, yeah, remember www.iotcoffeetalk.com. Smash that like button. Smash that bell button. There's a lot of buttons. Just smash them all. But most importantly, share. And we will see you next week with uh, our recap of CES 2023. Rob and I will drop a few Buddha, Buddha nuggets your way Buddha. <laughs> and Buddha nuggets are not what you think. Okay. It, they're good things. Okay. They're good things. You'll appreciate them. Yes. So we are, are out. Thank you so much. You guys have fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye everybody.